after we talked about rage in the last half hour and the rage index, I thought it was really important to share something inspirational with you, something, some good news. How's that? Um, 28-year-old Taylor Lindsay Noel is doing a lot of things these days. She's very busy. She's an entrepreneur and owner of a Toronto-based organic loose-leaf tea company called Cup of Tay. And of late, she's also become a real force on social media through something she calls Access by Tay. Now, Taylor has used a wheelchair since she was 14, and accessibility has long been an issue when it comes to planning a night out or a trip to a public place or just about anything. Uh, so she's turned to making videos, TikTok videos, that highlight her experience in places such as restaurants, hotels, even a butterfly museum. Her goal is not to name and shame, but instead to show what the experience is like from her point of view, what the issue is, provoke change, and get people in general talking about accessibility issues. Here are some examples of the videos she's posted on TikTok in recent weeks. Well, let's talk about accessibility. Like always, I checked the online listing and they did claim it, and it said that they were wheelchair accessible. So I was very surprised when I arrived and they didn't have a push to open or closed door, which is a big red flag. But navigating the restaurant itself, it was really easy and the table height was really nice. Like any average person, I wanted to go to the washroom partway through my meal, and I was shocked to find out that it was in the basement, forcing me to have to hold it throughout the entire meal, which was not ideal. I will say that the staff were really kind, but my friend felt sick, and they allowed her to lay down, and they brought Sarah band-aids because she cut her foot prior to coming here. Overall, though, I don't think I would go back. And that is just some of what Taylor Lindsay Noel posts on TikTok, and it has had millions of views, millions of views her videos have had already. She even answers questions from those who watch them about other aspects of her life and wheelchair use. And uh, Taylor Lindsay Noel joins me now from Toronto. Thanks for your time. Congratulations on the success of your videos. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. I mean, tell me a bit about just just your story uh, and, and, and what brought you to to those TikTok videos and, and what made you feel like those were, that was something, a message that people really needed to see? Uh, like just about anything in my life, it all happened by happenstance. When I was 14, I used to be a high performance athlete in the sport of gymnastics and was a very bright, hopeful for the 2012 Olympics. But uh, my coach had asked me to do a skill that's never been done before, but withheld that information. And although I didn't want to do it, I decided to trust him over my gut feeling, and that resulted in me breaking my neck and severing my spinal cord, um, leaving me paralyzed at 14 years old. So you can imagine, for the 10 years prior to that, my only goal and dream was to be an Olympian. And in a second, my life goals were taken away from me, and I had to really start over, get to know myself minus an identity. And that led me to going to school for radio and television arts at Toronto Metropolitan University. And right. then from there, starting a podcast um, where I interview people over a cup of tea. And when I wanted a sponsor, I couldn't get one. So I started my own tea company called Cup of Tea, which eventually led me to access by tea, but I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh... And no, I I can't. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine just the, the 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 sort of how you've had to look at life and and find find new things to do and and challenges to uh, challenges to take up. And it sounds like it's been it's been a success, uh, one thing after another. Uh, tell me a bit about the about the videos because they are. I've watched a lot of them and and they are really really well done. Uh, 
Uh, but there's a message. There's a message in there, and there's an important message in there. Yeah. So uh, about three months ago, I started on TikTok Access by Tay. So what that means is that I go to different restaurants, event spaces, or pretty much documenting anywhere in my life, and I review not only the experience or the food, which most food bloggers or uh, lifestyle bloggers do, but I also review the accessibility. And that started because my friend was having a lot of trouble finding accurate information when it came to her wedding venue. And I'm in her wedding party and she's grown up around me and knows what all the issues we run into time and time and again. And I was like, you know, we should document this and maybe it'll help because going online and seeing something that says, yes, but wheelchair accessible. But then when you get there, the bathroom's in the basement with a flight of stairs or they don't have push to open doors. I'm like, there needs to be a change. And sometimes people don't get it until they see it. And people have been watching and seeing it and I think really connecting with my content, which feels so great. Where is the, uh, where is the gap? Because I know, you know, I think for a lot of people who, who don't have to navigate uh, in a chair, one looks at accessible and thinks, okay, well, they're accessible, right? There must be some guideline out there that allows them to declare this. But I gather it's not quite so simple. Yeah, there are guidelines and people just don't follow them, <laughs> unfortunately. Right. And there's not really a lot of follow-up to make sure that the guidelines are met. And also beyond the guidelines, it's like the maintenance of these things. They think, okay, like if the push open door in the bathroom isn't working right now, like we'll get around to it. But the other day I went to a washroom, got in because the front button was working. But once you're inside, I got locked in. And luckily I was with my friend, but if I was by myself, I would not have been able to open back up the door. And it was in a very loud restaurant. I wouldn't be able to yell over this speaker. So little things like that, which people don't think um, are a barrier, are massive barriers and actually things that make people with accessibility needs quite anxious. And that's why so often you you hear from my community that we don't go out because we don't want to have these experiences. We don't want to plan extensively and for things to go wrong. And that's a lot of uh, pre-thinking that a lot of people don't really think about or really know about unless it's your experience. Yeah, you, you hit on an interesting point. People don't think, right? They don't think, yeah. that, oh, well, if you know if that button isn't working now, oh, it'll be okay. We'll fix it. Uh, oh. But it doesn't help you in the short term, right? Obviously. No, not at all. And uh, I think it's just one of those things where I and I, and I, and I feel like I am comfortable making the content that I do because I've lived my life on both sides. I've been completely able-bodied and I'm now someone who lives with a disability. So I get it. But I don't want the ignorance to be an excuse. I want it to be from today, we can start making changes and like, let's make it really visual. Let's make it appealing. Let's make it fast motion for TikToks. And people want to watch this because I was scared that, you know, I'm providing information, but I'm like, do people care? And to my surprise, people really do. And it's not just people in chairs, it's their caregivers, it's somebody who just has an elderly parent who they want to take out or someone who just recently got into a car accident, broke the ankle for the first time. And they're like, wait, there's stairs everywhere or there's no ramps. And that's when it starts to clue in. What's really, um, what's, there is a certain tone that you take though. You're not calling people out. Like you don't, you you know, and I I found that what, what, what led you to that decision to be very, uh, they're very positive 
videos all in all. You talk about the food, you talk about the decor, and you talk about the accessibility, but you don't do it in a shaming way. You do it in a in an educational way. What led you there? I really appreciate you saying that because I try to be so mindful in all the content that I create. I think I think my university for giving me the tools to be able to edit and uh, learn how to storytell. But I right when I started it, I wanted it to I had a goal of it to be a positive experience. No matter if I have a negative experience at your establishment in life, I try to always look at things with, you know, the glass half full. So I always try to find the positives. And so for instance, if I go somewhere and I have a really bad experience, I will mention it and point out the things, but I also say, you know, this is the things they've done really well. Or if they make these changes, that score could go from a three to a five really easily. And I really do try to pause take a positive spin whenever I can. So thank you for recognizing that. Yeah. And it is a choice, right? I mean, it's a choice yeah. that you made as, as a communicator to try. I could and... be, wait, I could be silly. If I wanted, if I was doing this just for the views, right. I could make it so much worse. I could talk about all these bad things in a very negative tone and, I know how to do that, but I'm actively choosing to try to make it as positive I can as I can while also being honest. And that's comments I see in my comment section a lot. Be like, you know, this is really great. And thank you for constructive criticism. Um, Because I would never want people to be like, you know, she's just hating on everywhere she goes. That's not my plan. And most times I have a pretty decent experience. So thank you. (laughs) My guest this half hour is Taylor Lindsay Noel. She's an entrepreneur, founder of Cup of Tay. Uh, she's speaking to us tonight from Toronto, but a series of videos she started a, a few months back now called Accessibility Tay. Um, uh, Taylor is in a chair and has been since she was 14. She explained how that happened earlier as an elite gymnast and an accident and something that happened to her. Uh, but these videos have really shone a really bright light on some of the issues that uh, that people with with any sort of any sort of problems with accessibility uh, suffer when they go to some of these establishments. What has the reaction been like from the places you've been to? Because I'm sure there, I mean, I'm sure a lot of these establishments want to do right. They want to do right, but sometimes who knows, right? That is the overwhelming response that I typically get is that they want to do better. Um, If things, if there's a significant amount of things that go wrong, I send an email to them beforehand. And I, you know, I say, you know, I came here on this day. I had this experience. I love the food or whatever. And then I explain the things, you know, these are a few things I noticed in terms of accessibility that I hope that your establishment can take into consideration in the future, because this is a barrier to people like myself or new moms or an elderly person. And I also say, I'm going to be posting in about two to three days. I'd love to include your feedback in my video. And the restaurants that have provided me with feedback I'll give a great example, a restaurant called Miss Things. I went, their bathroom wasn't really accessible and their sink wasn't working. I sent them a message. They replied back right away, sending me photos that they had fixed the sink. I included that in my video and the response in the comment where this is an establishment who cares. I'm going to go support them now because even though it wasn't fully accessible today, I know that they're the kind of place to make the difference. And they saw a very significant um reaction in real life of people turning up as well. So I think when restaurants have that kind of perspective and desire to be better, it'll only help um, their audience as well. 
I imagine that in making these videos too, that part of the goal would be to create uh, to create allies, people who can who can look in a restaurant, maybe not have accessibility issues themselves, but also recognize that in any establishment there are accessibility issues and they should be fixed. One hundred percent. And my favorite comment to receive on my videos is, "Hey, I'm an able-bodied person, but since watching your videos now, I notice X, Y, Z when I go out, and I always bring it up to management. I'm like, this is exactly what." I'm doing this for. I, it's not just for me. I always say accessibility and making our world more accessible for all is something that should be proactive, not reactive, because at some point in our life, we are all going to need a ramp or a, an accessible washroom. It's just life. If you make it to 90, your, your body is not going to be the same. And so that makes me so happy that it's like creating a community of people, not only just serving people in wheelchairs, but for everyone. And it it just feels amazing. Do you ever get frustrated just by some of the things you see? I do. I do get frustrated sometimes. Um, but I've been in a chair now for 14 years. And like I said, I think the part of the reason why I feel like I'm the perfect person to make these videos is that I try not to let things bother me too much. I'm like, you know what? this is a learning experience or that just means that the food is probably going to be bad if I can't come here and I'll go somewhere else. Um, but I will admit when I first got injured and started going out as a younger person, like when I was 19, 20, 21, I would often come home and feel and cry or just tell my friends, I don't want to go. Um, but I've made the shift of coming out on the other side and now creating a resource of, really gate places that I know to be accessible so other people don't have to have those experiences like I did. So listeners understand, though, because I was watching one video you did about your first holiday, and obviously you picked a hotel you knew would satisfy what you were looking for. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of planning that goes in, even at this wow. point, right? You really have to plan ahead. Yes, I had never been. That was my first holiday in two and a half years. Uh, I had never been to this place. And so I did so much research. I looked on their website. I looked on uh, Yelp. I called them several times because you have to kind of dot your I's and cross your T's because if I'm spending time driving two hours to get there and bringing my friend and bringing a nurse with me, there's so many things that can go wrong. And I almost in my head this that weekend planned for things to go wrong. And as we were driving home, my friend looked at me and she goes, that went off without a hitch. And I was like, I know that's so, it's abnormal. But that particular hotel and spa were incredible. And uh, it's just so nice to know that they have really done the work. And I was happy to share that with my audience who a lot of people saved it and forwarded it. So I'm hoping that they see a lot of return as well. So Taylor, you have a lot of things coming up. You've made these videos now. I gather they're 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 popular, so people are going to want to see more of them. And you have this other venture that you're right in the middle of. So busy, what's next? Well, the next few months are going to be extremely busy. It's funny because the people who have found me on social media don't know that I have a full-time job and I'm an owner and I'm a boss of a company that is growing exponentially. So Cup of Tay will be opening up its first brick and mortar location at Daffron and Lawrence in about a month's time. And it'll be just really a culmination of four years of a lot of hard work. And I'm so excited for that. And with Access by Tay, I actually have some trips planned in September and October. So it'll be my first time reviewing places outside of the city. And I hope to continue to 
grow that and show people beyond just restaurants or event spaces what an accessible life can look like. Well, Taylor, all the best with a cup of tea. Thank you so much for sharing your story and the story behind those great videos. Um, And I'll make sure that people know where to find them. Thank you again. Thank you so much.